Hello my loves, I'm Carly Deering and this is Tea with Kings and Queens, the podcast where I chat to the most exciting performers from the world of drag, burlesque and cabaret. This episode I was delighted to talk to the cheeks of the peaks herself, burlesque performer Temptress Latise. I was lucky enough to see Temptress live back in February this year at Glorified, the plus size cabaret show which we celebrate at length in our chat today. We also discuss audience interaction, getting starstruck, how Temptress puts together a routine around her fibromyalgia, her love of the band Diversity, our mutual adoration of Rick Mayo, and loads more. This episode also guest stars Temptress's lovely dog Cyril. This was a gorgeous chat. Enjoy. Temptress, it is wonderful to speak to you today. The cheeks from the peaks. How are you? <laughs> Hello, good afternoon. The cheeks of the peaks, yes. The cheeks <laughs> of the peaks. That was the best introduction I've ever heard. Now, I'm lucky enough to have seen you a few weeks ago live at Glorified. Can we just talk about that show before we do anything else? What an amazing show for starters. Mm. The lineup was amazing, wasn't it? Um, and it was so so lovely to be involved in a show that showcases beautiful you know bigger women fat women whatever we call ourselves it was really nice to be in a show with people more like myself really and backstage as well (laughs) I I absolutely loved it and just being a member of the audience as well I've never been in a room where I've just felt so comfortable and everyone was so friendly um it's been one of my favorite shows I think it's quite easy to I've got a little bit burlesqued out in the last few years where you feel like oh I've seen it all and it intended to be all the same people on the bills and stuff and then going to glorified really reignited my love for burlesque again and reminded me how much I loved it in the first place and why I got into it um, yeah. So firstly, thank you for being so incredible. You did a really beautiful kind of classic tease number that night. Do you want to tell us a bit about your act at Glorified? Uh, yes. So it's um, Christina Aguilera, um, Nasty Naughty Boy. And I just like the way that it's slinky and I'm not overly serious. I can't be sexy serious. <laughs> You know, so I could, I get to smile and the music and the just my clothes and everything. I just love that's my first ever routine that I start that I put together, and obviously it's developed over the years, but it will always be my favorite. Would you say it's a signature act for you? Yes, yeah, definitely my signature act. So you'll say every time. Is your style quite classic, do you think, or do you mix things up? Yeah, it's more classic, really, as, as well, it's quite far removed from classic, but as classic as I can be, um, pretty much that is my style. And I do like to go into a bit of cheesecake sometimes, but I, fa- I feel that this really makes me enjoy it, which means if I'm enjoying it, everybody else is going to at least tap the foot or give a cheer or something <laughs> oh the the crowd went crazy at glorified it was like a really sultry 
slow performance it was wonderful how long have yeah. you been performing for tell me about your burlesque journey so um I started with the body confidence class and I never really well yeah couple of classes in like you know if you want a tassel and all that you give it a go and I'm like no I'm not going to get my boobies out no 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 and <laughs> I think just the confidence and with us all being in the same boat it was like yeah go on give it a go what what have you got to lose and then we did a little showcase of our work and then from there really I just wanted to do it for me, but also show that you don't have to look a certain way to be able to enjoy it and possibly, you know, go out and do shows. So, What was that first time like when you got up on stage and performed? Terrifying. Mm. <laughs> I've never been a, I'm not a performer. I'm not a dancer. You know, I've got no, there's no training or anything. So it was terrifying. But afterwards, it was the best feeling ever. You know, it was like, oh, my God, actually, I can do this. Yeah, I can. How so, did you feel when you were on stage? Do you feel like you were present or were you quite nervous? Quite, quite nervous. And um, there's a gorgeous dog there on the screen. I'm so I'm, I'm sad that we're not recording video, too. There's a lovely little dog getting in on this. An absolute nightmare is <laughs> when he comes over. I'll show you him. He's called Cyril. He's my oh, baby. Cyril. <laughs> oh, um, Cyril. He's gorgeous. He is really cute. Um, no, I don't feel like I remember it. I don't remember that performance. Only from looking at photos and things, it kind of just you think, oh gosh, it's four minutes something. But how am I going to fill this time? And then. All of a sudden, it's over, and it's really surreal. So you obviously got the buzz for it and thought, right, this is something I want to keep going with. At the time, did you already have the name Temptress Latisse? Did you have kind of a persona? Yeah, yeah. So in the early days of the class, we kind of messed around with words and picked names out of hats, and I was like, just it didn't really sum up who I thought I was going to be as a performer so I was just sat there one day and it just come to me I thought do you know what I can pull that off yeah <laughs> and then that's it that's that's me my when you're side. when you're on stage do you feel like you're a character or is it more of your a different side of yourself maybe coming out yeah I definitely think it's an extension of who I am so yeah, it's still kind of me, but just that little bit cheekier, I think. <laughs> but you can get away with it on stage. You can't really get away with it as much in real life. <laughs> I suppose so. <laughs> um, when did you start looking to get on burlesque bills then and, and start cabaret? Was it straight after that first performance? You thought, right, that's it, I'm doing this now. Yeah. So we did end up doing a few shows within our troupe that I was in, which was just started as a, you know, self-love class. And the people were getting, you know, we were getting braver as performers. So we did a few little shows, but then obviously lockdown came along and 
So I did a couple of online shows and then I just thought, you know what, just going to give it a go, see, see what happens. And I'm very, you know, if it is meant to be, it's meant to be. If it's not, that's also fine. I enjoy it when I do it. And I think... Uh how did you find online performing? Because obviously I've spoken to a lot of particularly burlesque performers about that relationship between yourself and the audience. Obviously that's gone. What yeah. was that like? Really strange, really strange because that is when you look at the audience and they're looking, you can see they're enjoying it. You, it gives you that little bit extra, doesn't it? You know, you makes you want to just give it that extra. Whereas when you're doing it to a, a camera it's just yeah it's completely different vibe but I did do I did do different acts that I wouldn't necessarily do on on stage so I did make them more for more of a visual online rather than participation of the audience how did you adapt it there were some incredible online performances with people just at home putting up like curtains and just using what they had around the house to make the transfer from their home into like a boudoir or a theatre stage or whatever what did you do um I I um, work in a, a beautiful house so I just overtook the house really and just <laughs> <laughs> did filmed my performance there um the other one I filmed in the function room of the local pub which yeah gave the the locals quite a they were in there playing pool and they <laughs> kind of looked around and says right you're gonna have to get out now because I know them and they're like what are you doing <laughs> I was gonna say if they stayed there I hope they tipped you afterwards <laughs> I chucked them out good for you <laughs> the end of it with those you know <laughs> Some performers kind of miss um, recording that kind of thing. Were you much happier to be back on stage again in front of a live audience? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because it's about meeting the audience in between and after, being backstage and meeting all the wonderful variations and of performers and personalities as well. So I'm a real people person. So for me, yeah, I love it. I love just pottering around and smiling at everybody and you know being friendly so definitely what was it like performing for the first time without your troupe was that part of a cabaret show I'm trying to think where the first one yeah it was a cabaret and I, I just applied and it that was it was very very nerve-wracking to be honest actually I was invited to this one and it was some of my favourite performers and people that I've looked up to. And so, when I, yeah, I was really, really nervous about that. But I sat a little, in, you know, backstage, just smiling. And did <laughs> every it, time you looked at me. <laughs> did it live up to expectations when you met those performers that you'd admired? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and it's just nice, you know, because you do put, you can't help but put them on a pedestal and look up to them and think, oh my gosh. And then actually, just deep down, they're just not average people, aren't they? You know, it's just normal people. But yeah, get a bit starstruck. <laughs>
Which who is great. You, who do you count as your kind of um, burlesque influences? Who do you look to for inspiration? For inspiration, definitely. When it comes to accent, people like Dirty Martini. Mm. Um, so she's really up there for me. And Raven Noir, even though our styles are very different, I just love her presence on the stage. Mm. Um, oh, gosh, there's just so many. <laughs> so many. But, yeah, so really, I think with them, that's where my love started. <laughs> the dog's getting fun. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> we'll have to ask the dog a few questions. I love it when I get pets in the pod. It's awesome. <laughs> it's like I've got a cat around somewhere. She doesn't. She won't meow, but she will just like walk right in front of the camera yeah. when we're having a yeah. chat. Yeah, Cyril likes but, that. Right, sorry, I'd love to talk about Cyril. <laughs> what was that? Yes, influences. Um, I think there's a real rejuvenation in the burlesque scene in the UK at the moment because when it came back like 10, 15 years ago, I think that was really exciting. And it was very like, the audiences were mostly female and that's kind of what I loved about it you know it wasn't very male gazy but then I found that it started to get a bit more male gazy again when it got a bit more mainstream so I feel like shows like Glorified are really taking it back again like getting that empowerment back I don't know what you feel yeah definitely and you can you could feel that energy in the you know in the venue that night of this power that the women have got you know hold of and well all the performers you know it really yeah this is also this is ours we aren't embarrassed we're all different yeah it was amazing and you could really feel that and I think mm. it was power to us that night <laughs> well as a plus size performer who are really underrepresentative in the mainstream shows have you had any difficulty getting on bills or do you feel kind of tokenized by some of the shows you've done um I can't say I have no I feel uh, yeah maybe at one point when there was a lot of talk about getting people of color as well Mm -hmm. on a bigger plus size and I felt like, oh, well, maybe that's the reason why I've got it. But then I realised, actually, for all the people and the producers that I've worked with, they haven't, there hasn't been that there, not that I've noticed anyway. So, no, no, it's, it's all right. That's really good. I think there were some really good discussions had during lockdown. There were lots of kind of online forums where burlesque performers were sort of addressing producers and talking about this kind of thing about diversity and representation in lineups so that's really good news yeah yeah I think and I've always been always different as well so to be able to fit in finally feel like I fit in somewhere without having to look a certain way and I probably do not get as many gigs because I'm not what they're looking for, which is fine. But I do feel now I've got a chance that it is maybe just more about me than being a person of colour or bigger. So, yeah. And I'm really pleased that that's happened for me and 
I do still <laughs> I do still get quite a lot of um audience members saying to me afterwards how brave I am. And I say How patronizing. Not... Yeah, yeah, it's not but I'm not brave. I'm as brave as the next performer, regardless of size. But I do get that. And yeah. How do you deal with those comments? Um, so I just say, I'm not brave. You can do it. You know, anybody can do it. If you want to give it a go, give it a go. It's it's being brave about yourself. Nothing you and I just kind of swindle off really and <laughs> change the subject. So I always wonder what it's like for a performer. Um, once you've performed and then you're mingling with the crowd again, what it's like, because lots of people must come up to you and chat and ask about what you're doing. Do you like that side of it? You were saying before you love chatting with the crowd and stuff. Yeah, I do. I do. I, I do like it, but I, it is quite. Oh, I think the first time when somebody asked if they could have their photo with me, I was like, uh, yeah, sure. That's awesome. Thinking, and then I had somebody else at another show ask if I would sign their ticket and I was like that's cool <laughs> so it, so yeah but then I just like try to take it away from me a bit and try and talk about the whole show just because I feel a bit uncomfortable but I have been started people have started asking for merch and stuff which I find it's, it's picking yourself up, isn't it? It's yeah, a, yeah. Picking yourself up, really, and being confident and comfortable to do that. So, I yeah. think it's really exciting. I've seen some amazing artwork that people have done of you on your Instagram. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. Brilliant. So I think that would be great for merch. Well, that's what I've chosen. And I've got, actually, I've got it as a tattoo on the back of my leg as well. Oh, amazing. You know what? I'm going to own this. Yeah. Finally, you know. So, yeah, it's on the back of my leg. And I'm going to get some little, I've got some stickers. And so, yeah, yeah, going to give it a go. If people want me on, on a badge, then let them have it. <laughs> uh, too right, they do. And you're not stopping working. The amount of shows you've taken part in, or you're taking part in, on I've looked on your social media, um, is insane. Um, how many acts do you like to choose from any one time? Have you got a, a set that you pick from, or does some, sometimes do you put something together for a specific show? Uh, usually I've got two, three, four, five different acts but usually I get stick to the three of my favorites but I also give the option there I put all my acts in when I apply and give the producer the choice really of what it is that they want and hope that they ask for nasty naughty boy at least if I'm doing two acts. <laughs> What's your process of putting a new act together? Do you start with the song or a, a feeling? How do you go about writing? Um, it could be just something as simple as being in a shop and hearing a song come into your head and you kind of think, oh, all right, okay, that might work. So then I, sometimes it's that way or if I'm thinking about a certain costume that I'd like to have a go at making, then I would then start to research what kind of 
music would go with that and watching diversity <laughs> gives me inspiration. Nice. I can't do any of that, but it makes me feel like I'm inspired to think about what I want to do. So I'm not a dancer. I've got fibromyalgia. So I've got to be realistic about what my body can do. And it isn't great loads of twists and spins and leg kicks and things because I can't do it. So I just try and think about different ways of taking off an item of clothing or, you know, that I can make the acts different um, rather than moves. But I think this is why burlesque is so great because you don't have to be all kicking and spinning around, do you? It can be a look right. of the face or just a gesture that I think can be really powerful. Um, that's and that's it. what I love. I do too. I did say I was going to learn to do the splits. I'm still, I'm still I'm waiting on that, but one day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll look out for that one. I don't think I'm... I can. <laughs> so you make all your own costumes? Yeah, I try to, or adapt, definitely. So the red dress that you saw me in, mm. that was a short dress that I wore when I was a size 12 because I've been different sizes and it was baggy on me then. Now it's tight. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to add a skirt to it and use it. So, you know, it's, I enjoyed having a go and just trying things out. If they don't work, they don't work. It's but, really gorgeous. It looks so sumptuous under the lights. I thought the lighting at Glorified was great as well. It really showed the costumes in kind of the, a really yeah. lovely way. Um, and and the venue wasn't so big that you couldn't see um, yeah. everything at the stage, so that was fantastic. Um, oh, we had a great time at the side of the stage as well. Well, yeah, I saw the I saw the photos afterwards of all the other performers in the background as well. It was like a big party. It was great. It was really. <laughs> had good. you met any of the others before? It was such a great lineup. No, nobody, nobody there that night. Do but you maybe... get? Do you get nervous going to shows where you don't know anyone or are you quite happy with it now? Is it something you've kind of got used to? Yeah. I think I'm used to it. Yeah. I, well, maybe I fake it a little bit when I first walk in. Doesn't yeah. everyone? Doesn't everyone do that? But then that's me anyway. You know, maybe I'm a little bit more at first. But yeah. There's oh, a, no, it was. A, there were a lot of big personalities that night, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just blown away with every single act. And it was just like, coming away from that, you just think, wow, just inspirational as well. Yeah. And so grateful to have the chance to be a part of something so special, really. And each show's special, but that had the message as well. Yeah, and I heard that Glorified's going to Leeds now. It's kind of going on the road and doing another city, which is fantastic, because to me, there should be shows like this everywhere. Yeah, definitely. Um, you've put quite a lot of content on your social media. I always ask performers about their relationship with social media and how they feel about it as a way of promoting themselves. What's your experience been like? 
yeah, I have lots of love. There's never any, you know, there's never anything that would upset me. I'm not a massive social, so social media for me. I'm think, oh, I should have put that picture on, you know, so I'm not, it's quite difficult for me to add content because I'm not, I'm, you know, I love to dance. That's my thing. Um, and I realise how important it is to keep that up because that's what the producers see. And then I do feel a bit of pressure if I don't put something on. Um, but in my day-to-day -day life, I don't really use social media because I think there's a lot of damaging stuff and all that kind of thing. So I only really use my profile for temptress. Yeah. Do you mind, there are clips on there of your acts, obviously, and some of your costumes. Do you ever feel like you don't want to put it on there so it's a surprise for the audience when they see you at a show? Or is that kind of part of the showcasing what you do, as you say, for producers and fans and things like that? Yeah, uh, I feel like if people, <laughs> it sounds really silly, but then this is my, this is the part of me that lets me down, I think. I think sometimes putting a bit of a video of an act on makes me feel really self-conscious. Mm. Um, more so than getting up on stage and doing it in front of an audience. I really, I can struggle and it can be days. I can have it in a draft and think, mm. What if people think that, and you know, lots of silly things go through my mind. So that's probably a big part of it. But yeah, I think I like to have people go, oh yeah, I like that without necessarily seeing it if they follow me. So yeah. I think it's a great way to find new performers, but I much prefer to see someone live first and then follow them afterwards because the live experience is something you can't really recreate, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And there's that's it. There's so much more that you get to see of a person when you see them live. It's the little bits, isn't it? Yeah, the little bits in between that you do or a like a facial expression, like you said, or a move. You can't always capture that if you pop it onto the screen. Do you always feel like, do you always make sure there's someone out there taking loads of photos and videoing it? Or is it just if it happens on the night that there's other stuff, you can take it? Yeah. If it happens, it happens. I'm not I'm not that fussed. <laughs> For me, it's just going and just having a really good time. And if I get some great pictures out of it, fantastic. Um, usually I've got my eldest daughter. She usually follows me around and brilliant. whoops and cheers in the audience. Oh, so. brilliant. So all the videos I've got her going, whoop, whoop. And... I love that. <laughs> but I have, my family do come with me to a lot of the gigs if they can. But it'd be nice to get a gig more local because I have a lot of local friends and family that would like to come along and take pictures. But I have noticed that I have had pictures taken of me and people have started to tag me now, which, which is... Yeah, that's different. that's a good sign. It's a good sign. Maybe you need to start up your own show where you live. Yeah, well, that would be good because we have nothing. Uh, you know, there's there's Sheffield's my closest city, and there are some 
good producers there and more is coming through. So I think we're a little bit behind and people here don't quite know what it is mm. and especially where I am. But I would absolutely love that. And it's a possibility one day. Yeah, it's exciting. What would be your dream place to perform um, and your dream lineup to be part of? Oh, I would say um, Burlesque Noir. Yeah. So, sorry. Cyril agrees. It's a tractor. He bikes up the tractors. Um, <laughs> oh, you are rural, aren't you? If you've got tractors going by. No wonder there's no burlesque. Oh, I know. That's it. There's just me. So, sorry, everybody. Um, so, it would be... It would be at Blackpool with Raven, Noir, and I absolutely adore Lucifer. Mm-hmm. I I just love him as a performer. Every so I always love to be with Lou. So he would definitely be on my lineup, and um, I bring Dirty Martini as well. Oh yes, <laughs> you'd headline obviously. Yes, I'd headline of course. But I've seen all those at all all those at Burlesque Noir. So fantastic. Oh gosh, yeah, and then so. <laughs> my wonderful friends that I've made along the way they'd have to be with me (laughs) what would your dream audience be as well who would you like to be in the audience oh Cyril Cyril of course and (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah and um (laughs) oh diversity great front row uh, yeah, I want to wow diversity. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, sorry, no, sorry. no, no. You may you ha- you have another string to your bow as well as um the performing and you create your own costumes. You make and sell things as well, don't you? I do. Yes, I do. I I I love to be crafty and giving everything a good go really yeah and you sell well you make gorgeous pasties I do yes I do um pasties mainly I do that um but I prefer to make like needle felted stuff rather than (laughs) you can't really wear needle felted pasties can you so I bet someone has I bet someone's trying to I did have somebody offer to knit me a a uh, swimming costume that looked like I was naked once. Amazing. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I do do that. I do like to craft. I find that is more commission based rather than just me having a go and just putting it on there because I don't really have the time. Mm. Who is that picture behind you, by the way? Can you see? Oh, it is Rick Mail. <laughs> Rick Mail is Jesus. Oh, I love that. I'm obsessed with him. It was 65. It would have been 65 the other day. Oh, so sad. Bless him. So I look at him every day and I ask, what would Rick do? Yeah. Every Probably day. Probably swear or say something rude, but 
I absolutely yeah. love him. Sorry, I keep getting off topic, but I do edit these, so don't worry. Oh, bless you. No, so, it's amazing. So what is next for you? Where can people find you if they want to hear more or even better see you live in flesh? Fantastic. So I am off to Leicester on the 7th of April down to the Candlelit Dinner Club. Oh, that I sounds think. lovely. So that's April. I try. I only try to do no more than two shows a month because obviously other commitments and I want to keep it fun and I don't want to be in pain and stuff like that. So, And then I'm off to Macclesfield in May. So there's all the information is on on my Facebook um, and Insta. Uh, yeah. And then I've got a, a couple of months off, but I'm hoping I'm going to get a couple more gigs and then all off to Lincoln and Cambridgeshire. Um, so, yeah, Hereford was the other week, which was fantastic. So, yeah, I'm just loving it and I'll just keep applying and if I don't get don't get it I don't get it I'm not it doesn't bother me I'm just blessed and feel grateful that I get a chance to do it when I when I can thank you Tephis it's been gorgeous speaking to you and I can't wait to see you live again so we'll definitely have to catch you on one of your many gigs around the country yes on my tour (laughs) on your tour yes please Hi again, it's Carly. Thanks so much for listening to the show. If you want to find out more or get in touch, head over to teawithkingsandqueens.com.